0: Welcome to the $100 MBA show. The best 10 minutes of your day starts right now, and we give it to you every day with our daily 10-minute business lessons for the real world. I'm your host, your coach, your teacher, Omar Zenholm. I'm also the co-founder of the $100 MBA training and community, and today is part two of our two-part lesson on writing an effective blog post. If you have not listened to part one yet, go back and listen to yesterday's episode. What we learned today builds upon what we learned yesterday. So if you haven't listened to it yet, pause me right now. I'll be right here waiting for you. If you're ready to listen to part one, then today we're going to continue and give you the last three essential rules to writing an epic blog post. So let's jump right in. Let's get down to business. All right, let's quickly recap part one of this lesson. I went over the first three rules of writing an effective blog post. The first one is writing about something your audience really wants to know about, taking the time to research the pains, the problems, the issues, the struggles your audience is going through and writing about some solutions. The second rule is giving them valuable information, information that is worth their time. Either it's actionable or thought-provoking, but something that makes it worth their time and worth them sharing it with other people. And the third rule is to approach writing your blog posts as if you're writing your bestseller one post at a time. All right, rule number four, and this rule is probably the most difficult one to master, and that's writing in your own voice. Simply put, this means being yourself when you're writing your blog posts. This is easier said than done, and this takes a lot of time to really get a handle of because this is really not taught in school. We're never taught how to write in our own voice we're taught how to critique something a book report or to give an opinion on a certain topic but writing in your own voice means people really get to know who you are as a person as well as having an individualistic kind of take to your writing when you write in your own voice you create your own personal writing brand and people start to get to know you and start to like you and they want to start reading more of your writing Now, when you're first getting started, this is really difficult because you really haven't really discovered your own voice in writing. So often what people do is they write like the people they like reading. They essentially copy and they feel like it's safer to do that because, hey, it worked for them. Maybe it'll work for me. See, that's the thing. It won't work for you because it's not you. So part of finding your own voice is letting your guard down a little bit and not being so self-conscious. Now, I discovered this is actually not that hard to do in the beginning because you really don't have a lot of readers in the beginning. So, you really don't have a lot of people to disappoint. So, a lot of us were self conscious. We were worried what people were going to think, but you're not going to have that many people judging you in the first place. So, you have some time to kind of build your own voice and perfect it. But a bit of advice about writing in your own voice you have to include a bit about yourself, the things you like, the things you hate, the things that have happened to you in your life. If I read five or six blog posts of yours and I still have no idea what kind of person you are, there's something wrong with this picture. You're not really being the person you should be yourself. By being personable, people see that you care, people see that you're confident, and people gravitate to that. So make sure when you're writing your blog posts is to be yourself and start writing in your own voice. All right, rule number five, have an opinion, stand for something. There's nothing worse than reading something that's so wishy-washy you have no idea where this person stands. they are just sitting on the fence. Even if your opinion is not popular, that's fine. As long as you stand for something, you have an opinion on something, and I'm sure you have a strong opinion on whatever you're doing in your market. Make sure you're clear. Make sure your opinion is clear on what you're writing about. You don't have to be disrespectful to the opposing opinion, but you need to actually make an argument for your own. People like reading about somebody who stands for something that stands up for an opinion that believes in something greater than themselves. So make sure you stand for something in your writing. I got one more rule, one more golden rule you have to follow if you want to write effective blog posts. But before I share that last rule, let's talk about today's sponsor, Stamps.com. Going to the post office could be a huge pain dealing with your limited hours. Take care of all your postage needs on stamp.com on your own time. Anything the post office can do, you could do from your desk with Stamps.com. Buy and print official U.S. postage for any letter or package using your own computer and printer. And unlike the post office, Stamps.com never closes. You could do it 24-7. I personally have a Stamps.com account. It's convenient. It saves me money. It saves me time. I can't even think about why I would go to the post office again. And right now, if you use promo code M-B-A, you can get this special offer, a no-risk trial, plus a $110 bonus offer, which includes a digital scale and up to $55 of free postage. So don't wait. Go to Stamps.com before you do anything else. Click on the microphone at the top of the homepage and type M-B-A. That's Stamps.com and then enter M-B-A. All right, guys. One final golden rule to follow if you want to write an effective blog post and that's have an editor. You have to have somebody looking over your writing. When you're writing, when you're going through whatever you wrote, you don't see what's actually on the screen or on the paper. You see what you want to see, what you actually think you wrote. Trust me, you need to have somebody look over your work after you've written your posts. And this is just so you can maintain a professional standard. I'm talking about spelling. I'm talking about grammar. I'm just talking about the way it sounds. Is it comprehensible? And having an editor doesn't necessarily mean having a full-time employee on your payroll. It could be somebody that you outsource. There's editors that can edit on Elance for $10 an article, maybe even less. An editor could just be a friend that is helping you out. That can just look over your articles before you publish them. It could just be the responsibility of another person on your team, like a partner or somebody else that's working on something else. It could be your VA. Somebody is doing something else for you. And part of their task is to look over your actual blog posts and look for spelling mistakes, look for grammar issues, comprehension issues. I wouldn't dare to publish anything that I just wrote and had nobody look over it. It's just the standard that you have to do. You have to do this because what you think you wrote is different from what you actually wrote. And it's crazy when Nicole looks over some of the things I write and she points out some of the mistakes I've made. I'm like, wow, I didn't even see that. I read it like five times. So having an editor is really, really important. Now, obviously, if you're paying somebody to do some editing at a high level, they may be able to improve your writing a little bit more. You get the basic ideas down. They'll improve your grammar, they'll improve your delivery. And you can learn through those improvements so you can write better the next time around. So having an editor will greatly increase the chances of writing an epic blog post. All right, guys, that wraps up this two-part lesson on writing an effective blog post. Remember the six rules that I follow that you should follow too if you want to write effective blog posts is one, write about something that people want to know about, want to learn about. Your audience is dying to know about something, write about that. Give them valuable information they'll find useful. Two, write with the intention of writing your bestseller one post at a time. Four, write in your own voice. Be yourself. Five, have an opinion. Stand for something. And six, have an editor. Guys, if you have any questions about this topic, about this lesson, or any questions about business, anything you're struggling with, please email us. We would love to answer your questions, help you out. Every weekend, we have Q&A weekends where we answer all our listener questions. If you submit it, we'll put it in the queue and make sure we answer it on the show. If you want to be really fun and fancy, you can actually use our Speak It option where you record your voice. You can record your question. We'll play it right on the air, and you can find the Speak It option on our show page at 100mba.net slash show. Guys, I want to leave you with this. There are countless businesses I know that have really done very well because they have an effective blog, because they write great articles, and they inspire people, they help people, and they automatically become this authority figure because... They're publishing great content. Sometimes really good blog posts are your best marketing tools. They prove that you know what you're talking about. They prove that you actually care enough to share it with other people. And it inspires people to take it to the next level. And the next level is buying something from you, buying your solution to whatever you solve, whatever your business may be. And some people say having a blog is still one of the most effective content marketing strategies you can have. So again, I highly recommend that you make it a habit to have a blog, no matter what your business is, publish on a regular basis. That could be once a week, it could be twice a week, whatever you can maintain consistently. Give it a shot, do it for three months, see how it affects your business. I know it has greatly affected our business in a great way. And the funny thing is, is after you start getting into the groove, after you start publishing, you know, about a dozen articles, you get some feedback, you really start to enjoy it. You really start enjoying writing, expressing, communicating the things you love, your market, your business. This is why you started this thing in the first place. But you have to get started. So make a commitment. If you haven't started a blog yet, plan out when you're going to start and when you're going to publish your first post. All right, guys, I'll check you in the next episode. Take care.